In five, four. Okay, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Action! <laughs> oh, okay. shit. Hi, guys. Hello. Welcome back to episode four on Beer Talks with Evie and Jalissa. Episode four. Episode four. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, bye, guys. <laughs> That's it for today. <laughs> what beer are we drinking tonight? Jalissa? All right. So we switched it up. For this episode, um, I am drinking Ultra because it is light on calories, <laughs> 95 calories and 4.2. Oh, wow. 95 calories. Alcohol. How much is yours? Does it say? I'm drinking a Modelo for the Modelo me. But yeah, we switched it up for this episode. I'm mm. drinking an Ultra and Evie is drinking a Modelo. Her Modelo. Mommy? Yes. <laughs> you called. How are you today, Jalissa? I am pretty good. Everything's been going pretty well in my life lately. So I came to a realization at work that I was telling uh, my boyfriend about this too. I think I want to cut down on going out. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> You're just like, wait, hold up. Um, because I was thinking like one, I have to get my shit together for with my real estate course. I'm pretty sure in every episode I'm saying that I want to finish it and I just haven't done it. So I've been slacking really hard. But on don't that. you say that this course takes like almost to a year? No, so I have a year to do it. But normally, um if I were to take it in person, I would have been finished within like two weeks two three weeks the only difference is is that taking it in person is more expensive and you're risking covid and you're right COVID. <laughs> so yeah so I've, I've been thinking about cutting down on going out and then i'm getting a beer belly me too <laughs> like how many months no it's a 12 pack of beer but i'm like nine months you're not safe I don't want to look at my belly. But yeah, so that's who... I blame you, to be honest, for this beer belly. Me? Yeah. Why? Because... You started liking beer. Because I... Yo! During quarantine, though. I was nowhere around you. Oh, yeah, you're right. Never mind. Take it back. (laughs) Blame COVID. Everything's COVID's fault. Big facts. But, yeah, so I came to that realization so I could finish my real estate course and I want to lose weight. So, yeah. Me too. So. But that's not going to happen with me. It's going to have to take a lot of discipline. I mean, I'm probably just, I don't know. And I'm trying to save too. Because I'm just thinking like, fuck. I can't just be blowing money like nothing. That's me. Yeah, that's how I've been. That's. Interesting. Well, hopefully you'll get your shit together and actually finish. Mm-hmm. You said yeah. I'm gonna be asking you every day. Did you do a chapter? Did you? I do know. A chapter? I on my little calendar because I have a planner. Um, and I put that I'm gonna be doing two units. I've been saying I'm gonna be doing two units for like oh, the be- mm-hmm. the whole last month of September, and I never do it. But um, yeah. So hopefully September's almost done. 
so I think. Oh wait, when this episode goes up, it's September's gonna be over already. Damn. Damn, mind blown. We're gonna be in October. Already. We're gonna be October, October fifth. Dude. All right. So hopefully by this time, by the time this episode is posted, I'm more than halfway through the my real estate course. If not, guys, come for my ass. All right. Thanks. So yeah. So how have you been? I've been good. I've been good. Living life. Nothing really interesting on my end. No, nothing at all. No. Mm-mm. No. How are you guys? Mm. Wow. Tell us more. Mm-hmm. Girl, mm-hmm. I feel you. I Mira feel you. No mas. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure y'all have a beer in hand, please, if you're over 21. So on today's episode, we will be discussing toxic relationships. Los toxicos. A topic that every woman has felt. Mm-hmm. That they're like, mm, girl, I have something to say about that. I'm pretty sure we triggered every female mm-hmm. listening to this right now. <laughs> oh, man. Well, my only relationship that I've had, I met him when I was 15. And I don't think, well, I consider that relationship very unexperienced, young, and dumb. Mm-hmm. It was a great experience, and I'm happy that I, you know, I went through it. You know, we went through so many ups and downs. We were on and off and on and off for three years we never completed a year together <gasps> yeah without being in off without being on and off yeah really we would always break up well it was him always breaking up with me and him cheating all the time and because you know i was dumb and young and in love i mm-hmm. gave him multiple chances I, I think i i was doing the math the other day and i think i gave him more than 10 chances holy shit yeah in three years damn that's crazy anyways i was very lenient towards him very um i would forgive him a lot i would Mm. be like go ahead go hang out with your fans when you already made plans with me it's fine no worries and then i would cry a lot but it was always back and forth for three years i think it didn't become toxic after we broke up and that's because he kept like wanting to stay friends and you know we were friends for three years and like it was it wasn't i guess it was just the people around us that were also we all remained close Mm -hmm. you know it was like a whole group of us and he just you know he wasn't allowing me to move on with my life and i didn't mind it at the beginning honestly because he was always very an important person in my life. But then when I told you about it, mm-hmm. you're like, no, girl, this is, you know, this is not good for you. Yeah. Because I was not moving on. I was not letting go. And I was miserable. And like more miserable than I was in the re- throughout the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like throughout the relationship, I was just not myself. I hated myself. And, you know, because of that relationship, I got insecurities about who i was physically you know Mm -hmm. and because of how many times he cheated on me he you know obviously a girl's gonna you know not have not have confidence after someone cheating there's so much cheating yeah Yeah. for sure and it wasn't like one time or two times it was many many times where he cheated on me and but i allowed it and with that relationship i like to say you know 
that it's okay. Like, I don't hate him. At first, I did hate him. Mm-hmm. After we broke up, I hated him. I didn't even want to see his name or speak about him or anything because I was just so hurt and mm-hmm. betrayed. And not only because he betrayed me, but towards the end of our relationship, my family got involved with him a lot, like, in a nice, kind, loving manner. Yeah. And we helped him a lot. Mm. And then for him to still do what he has been doing after so many, like, so many things that we helped him in, you know, I felt betrayed because of that. Because my my family was also hurt because of what he did. Um... So, yeah, I do believe that that was toxic. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, I remember, for me, the way I see things, it's like, no matter how hard you try, you can never be friends with an ex. Mm -mm. That's my way of thinking. Maybe for other people it works. Maybe for other people it's fine. But, like, maybe, I don't know. But you just, you can't be friends with an ex because... I don't know. They'll just be constantly coming into your life or, like, mm-hmm. reminding you and of, like, the past. And I've realized that throughout mm-hmm. time. Like, at first I was like, no, yeah, we can be friends because I don't, I don't feel like I ever want to get back with him. Like, I didn't feel like wanting to be with him, like, after this friendship. Like, no, like, there was no, like, maybe one day we'll be back together. No, it was just pure friendship. Like, I was there for him. He was there for me. Like, he would come to me when he would just have bad days and I would be there for him. And we were, we just had great friendship. But then when I wanted to move on and, you know, let him go, he wouldn't let me. Like, he would, he would just say, like, that he loved me and that he would come, like, he would come to me and he would beg me to be with him. And there was many, many times where, yeah, I would be like, maybe this time will be different. Mm. And I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And that was a lesson. And that was a a mistake because I cannot be weak like that anymore. You know, like once somebody has hurt me so much, like I have to learn how to respect myself and value myself and know my worth that I cannot let people be disrespecting me like that. A few months ago, I was like, this is it. Like this is done. Like you're moving on with your life. A new chapter is beginning with you and a new chapter is beginning with me. Like this is it. Like we have to let each other go. Like no hate, no anything, all you know, all positive, all good, but we just have like to. this isn't getting us yeah. anywhere. No, because yeah. we were just stuck. I you kept, guys just, I, you guys just kept going in circles yeah. with each other. And I remember like think telling myself like I just feel like I'm 15 again, and I'm not going nowhere, and I'm still miserable, and I'm still crying for the same person, and it shouldn't be like that because we're not even together, you know. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't toxic like where he would like abuse me or talk to me bad. No, he would just, like, he was very kind and very loving throughout our relationship, but, you know, his decisions is what he, what hurt me, and mm-hmm. that was him cheating. And, and even then, that's still mm-hmm. a form of toxicity, yeah. you get me? Because I would be very lenient, and I would forgive him all the time, and that was my mistake. Now, as I'm older, as I'm 21 and, and in a new relationship, like, I know now that what not to do because I know that I did mistakes as well and it's all about learning and growing you know it's all about moving on letting go forgiving but n- probably never forget because mm-hmm. 
you wouldn't want to forget things like that, you know? Because you want to learn from those yeah, things. Yeah, for sure. But that, that's been my only relationship. <laughs> <laughs> As of, well, I'm in a relationship right now, but we're not toxic yet. <laughs> yeah, no, let's keep it that way. No, because... I'm very happy and I'm very content. We have enough space. We talk a lot. We communicate a lot. And that we're in a good direction. Mm-hmm. And I hope it stays like that. I know it's not always going to be rainbows and sunshines. We're going to be... There's going to be days where we're going to argue, but I hope I never get into a toxic relationship or I hope that I'm never as lenient as I was before. And I haven't, you know, Mm -hmm. I hope when I see a red flag that I actually pay attention to it and actually do something about it. And that's me maturing and that's me growing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I feel like as we tend to ignore the red flags. Mm -hmm. Because we're just so in love and stupid and blind. Mm-hmm. And that's okay, you know. There's, we, We're imperfect humans, you know. We have to fall and get hurt to be able to get back up. And yeah, be, and learn and grow from yeah. it. Yeah. How about for you, Jalissa? All right. So. I know you have a lot to say. <laughs> well, I don't know if I... I mean, I wrote down a lot of stuff. But, um, I guess going uh, along the lines of Evie and her first, like, her serious relationship in high school, I had a serious relationship in high school, too. And it started from my sophomore year of high school. So, how old, how old is that? Like, 15, 16? 16. Like, 16-ish, 15, right? 15, 16, yeah, somewhere. Between so, 15 and 16. Yeah, so I was with this guy for so it was my freshman year of sorry my sophomore year of high school and then after that i was with him for five years so i was dating him for five five years that's a whole life yeah so my whole high school and so i think i started dating him 15 because we officially like broke up yeah when i was 20 so in the beginning you know there was red flags in the sense of like we were talking and he would tell me, like, oh, like, I want to get with you. Like, you're so beautiful, whatever. But then he'll ghost me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many times he ghosted me. Pero yo ahí andaba de pendeja. You mm-hmm. know, like, t- like, texting him, double texting him. Or, like, whenever he would come back, like, I'll take him back or whatever. Until we officially started dating. And once we were officially started dating, I'm not going to lie. I was being the toxic one. Like, I was being the toxic one in the sense of, like, I made him drop a lot of his friends. Female friends. Really? Yeah. And I think that's every girl, you know? Mm-hmm. Once they, you know, get it, like, they feel, because we're imperfect humans, we feel insecure. <laughs> yeah. Towards other girls. And when you find a man that you really like, and that man has a lot of girlfriends, you know, friends that are girls. Yeah. We tend to worry. And uh, he was, I can't, I can't remember if he was, like, a little player during that time but he he looks like he it. was a really attractive person and so then i made him cut off a lot of his friends and i can't really remember i'm pretty sure it was a problem at one point because he would be like why like they've have been, like this girl has been my best friend since i was little or like something like that and i wouldn't care i'd be like i don't give a fuck i'm like you cannot be friends with her blah blah, blah this and that i wouldn't really go out in high school High school, all it was, was I would go to school, I'd come home, and then if I were going out, it would be with him. 
and that was it and it would be rare when i would go out with my friends so basically my world just revolved around school and him mm-hmm. but then things started getting a little more toxic from his end once i started college so i i went to i started going to roosevelt university and when i was roosevelt is in downtown and so you know i have to, i had to take the bus and i had to take the train and at the time i didn't know how to take the train i didn't know how to take the bus so he taught me how to take it because i would have to take it to school mm-hmm. and um so yeah so once i started school i started getting like more friends you know i started branching out more because roosevelt was that i i a lot of people or i don't know if it's like if that's how they describe the school but they like to say that Roosevelt is at the heart of Chicago because the Art Institute is right there. Mm-hmm. And then Millennium Park, McCormick Park, like they're all right there, like walking distance. You can mm-hmm. literally walk to all of that and it's right there. Mm-hmm. And like State Street is there and there's like a whole bunch of food places and like whatever. So me and my friends, we would after class or like in between my gaps, we would go out and eat. Mm-hmm. And he didn't like that. Because it would be a mixture of female friends and male friends. And he would think that he, that I was going to find somebody that was better than him. Because he was in a bad spot during that time. And bad spot? How? Like in a bad place in his life? Yes. In, in the sense of like financially. I guess he didn't... I don't know. I guess he didn't feel man enough. Because he had... He... He didn't graduate from high school. He didn't? No, he had to go to like an alternative school or something to get his D, his DG, his GED. GED. There you go. <laughs> and so, you know, he he was jumping from like job to job and like all that stuff. But um, yeah, he was very insecure. And I started working too once I start, went to college. So I was going to school and I was going to work. So I had the stress of work and school and on top of that he was adding on more stress with us constantly fighting every day or us constantly fighting when like i'm in the middle of class i'm like bro like i'm in the middle of class like what are you doing you know and this was wow how many years in the relationship um we were when did i graduate from college i started dating him in 2013 I graduated from high school in 2015. Mm-hmm. So we were a good two, three years into the relationship. And then it started going bad. Mm-hmm. And then it started going bad because I started I started branching out more. And the way I saw it is that he saw that my world and my life didn't revolve only around You're him evolving. anymore. Yeah, I was growing. Mm-hmm. And like I would constantly tell him, like, dude, like we've been together for this long. Like, stop doubting me. Or like, you see that... I'm stressing out over school and whatnot, and you're over here adding more to it. Like, I'm just trying to graduate. I'm trying to make some money, and that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. After that, like, things would just get worse. We There was constant fighting. Then we started being on and off. Like, we would take breaks, or, like, we would break up, and then we would get back together. And um, it got to the point where we broke up for like a while we broke up for a while and then when my grandma passed away because he knew my grandma and they were they were like he they knew each other whatever he was he loved her a lot 
So when she was like in hospice and she was passing away, like I told him, you know, like she's in the hospital. Like, I don't know if you want to come say bye or whatever, because I I felt bogus on like not giving them that because they knew each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they got along and all that stuff. So whatever. And so she passes away. And then after that, me and him, we got back together again. And that's when things got worse between me and him. So, you know, we had separated. We were separated for a while. So, of course, he did his own thing. I did my own thing. And once we got back together, I was noticing little things here and there. So, like, the first thing was that he was talking to me, like, really bad. Like, nasty. Like, I would say something and he would be like shut the fuck up why and i'd look at him i'm like bro like why the fuck are you talking to me like that like don't say that to me mm-hmm. he's like whoa why don't you shut the fuck up and i'm just like and we would be in my house in my room and my grandma or my mom would be like right out in the kitchen and we would have the door open because they wouldn't let us um close the door and so I would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, why are you telling me to shut the fuck up? He's like, well, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up and this and that. So whatever. I I let it slide like a few times. And then another thing was that I was noticing that he would have like a lot of girls on his Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Like that he was messaging or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I asked them, I'm like, what's going on there? Like, are they friends you made while we were single or whatever? And they were girls that he had something with Mm -hmm. when we weren't together. So he's like, oh, I just send them Snapchats, like random video. I send it to them. I don't need to send it to them. I I send it to everybody, whatever. And I'm like, you made me delete everybody that I had something with Mm -hmm. once we got back together. But here you are doing the complete opposite like what the fuck so we would fight about that and then another thing too that i was just like what the fuck was that i saw a picture of women's breast so i saw a nude on his phone like a few nudes on his phone and he claimed that oh it was just my friends showing them to me and this and that and blah blah blah. i'm like okay if they're showing them to you why are they on your phone like why did you save them you know and he was just like whatever we we would get into huge fights because of all of that and then we my the last straw that i for me that i was like okay we're done with was we went to um i don't know what it's called but it's like this asian chinese thing where it's like a whole bunch of lanterns and they're the like in the show sh- yeah, yeah. And they're, it's like a dragon they're like all kinds of mm-hmm. like shapes or whatever so we went there and it was me, him, my mom, my sister, my little brother, and I, I can't for, I can't remember who else. But point is, my mom was there, mm-hmm. and so we were all there, and we were walking, whatever. And then I forgot what I asked him or what I said, and my mom was like right next to me, and he legit told me in front of my mom, "Shut the fuck up." And so I looked at him, and then I looked at my mom, and like I guess my mom didn't hear because she was walking away at the moment. Mm-hmm. And then in my head, I'm like, "That's it." I'm like, "No." After this, we're done. So, like, I held it together and, um, you know, I held it together. And then once we got home, um, I, I told him um, we were in his car because I told him that I wanted to talk to him. I'm like, we're done. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you're not, one thing is whatever we're going through behind closed doors. Pero ya otra cosa es tú diciéndome estas cosas in front of my mom. Mm-hmm. And so the only bad thing was that that week, the I think that weekend or the following weekend, we had booked to go to Vegas, EDC. So he didn't want to cancel anything. I didn't want to cancel anything. So. And you guys were going together. Yeah, we were going together. And we were going together with my friend. I told him, I'm like, we'll just go on this trip. But after that, we're going our separate ways. And so we went on the trip. And in my head, I told him, like, well, I told myself, like, in my head, like, if things go well on this trip, I'll give him another chance. But if they don't, then we're done. And the very last night that we were there in Vegas, like, the whole trip was fine. But the very last fucking night we were there, we got into the biggest fight ever. Like, it got physical. Yeah. And so... In the hotel room? Mm-hmm. In the hotel room. It got it got mm-hmm. pretty bad. So after that, once we landed in Chicago, I'm like, we're done. What was kind of holding me back from breaking up with him was that fear of being alone. And after a while, like, you know, I would constantly tell myself, like, Jalissa you're not gaining anything out of this relationship anymore. Look at how toxic it's getting. Look at how angry you are every day. Like, you're not going to be alone. Like, go hang out with your family. Hang out with your mom. Hang out with your sisters. You're in school. You're going to meet so many people, you know? And, um, so yeah, I broke up with him. And I just started doing so much better. Like, I got my own car. I was still going to school. I was making money. What I learned from that relationship was the mistakes I made, which was in the beginning of like making him cut off all his friends and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I learned and from that's that. That's very important. Yeah. Because I feel like us girls, we tend to do that. And honestly, I was never like that. <laughs> because I didn't want to be like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to seem crazy and I didn't want to seem like. I always told myself, you know, in my last relationship. I am not your wife and I am not your mom. I cannot tell you what to do and what not to do. It's mm-hmm. up to you if you want to do things. But if you do things to hurt me, then that's where, you know. You draw the line. You draw the line. Mm-hmm. And cutting off, you know, girlfriends. And a lot of girls say, like, oh, it's because I know how females are. I know how females go. Yes, some females do get wild and they do try to, you know, steal your mans. But it is not that female's fault. It's up to your boyfriend. It's up to the person you're with. If that, if your man tends, you know, makes the decision to do something with that other female, that's his fault. That's not her fault. Yeah. And that's, that's why I never understood, like, when females would find that their boyfriends are cheating, they would go after the girl. So it's like, mm. and then they they would still stay with the guy. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. And like, you're contradicting yourself, you know? Yeah. In a way. Um, but you know, girls don't, don't, as I know it's hard, especially if you're young adolescents that are in a, in a young relationship and then you're fully in love with, I know it's hard because you're insecure and because you're figuring out who you are, like you're going through all these changes and emotions, but, but let me tell you this, like you guys still have a lot to grow, you know, Mm -hmm. and you will learn from this relationship. So, yeah, that was that. Like, I learned a lot about myself with this relationship. And, like, towards the end, the way we were just with each other and how he was with me, I learned that this isn't what I want in my next boyfriend. 
Like, I don't want to be talked to like this. I don't want to be treated like this, you know, like whatever. So after like two or three months of like my five-year relationship, I got with another guy and... I guess, like, to add a little bit of background, like, during this time, like, once, you know how, like, I mentioned earlier, my grandma passed away. Like, once my grandma passed away, I hit rock bottom. Like, I was in a really bad, dark spot. And so, after, wild. yeah, like, I didn't care. So, after I broke up with my boy, my ex, who I was with for five years, me valía madre todo. I didn't care. I started wilding out. I started talking to, like, a bunch of guys, whatever. And so, when I got with this new guy, it was different in the sense of, like, he exposed me to a lot of different new things. Like, he exposed me to that exciting, wild, crazy side of life. And, you know, things were fun. Things were okay, like, in the beginning or whatever. But... Once it came down to, like, him understanding me or him kind of, like, being there for me, that's when things kind of didn't connect. Mm -hmm. So, like, we would connect on a partying, going out level. But once it became deeper than that, that's where our drama would come in. And so one thing for me that that I didn't understand was that he would expect me to not talk or have anybody that I had something with or like dated or whatever. But the second I asked him or told him about something, he would get real defensive. would be like, whoa, she's just a friend. Why am I going to stop talking to her? Like, I'm not going to stop talking to her, blah, blah, this and that. And so I'll be like, okay, whatever. Like, I'll let it go. Because like I learned in my first relationship, I didn't want to get like to that extent. And... um. Even sometimes when we, we would get into arguments, he would make a big scene. Like, he would make a scene out of it. Like, we'll be in his room, and then we'll get into an argument. Like, I remember this one time, like, we were in his room, we got into an argument, and he hid my phone from me. And I'm just like, what the fuck, motherfucker? Like, you don't pay my bill. What you mm-hmm. doing touching my phone? And i we were like i was just sitting on his bed i'm like bro just give me my phone like i just want to go home and you want you want to know what this motherfucker did he took my glasses off <laughs> i'm just like really like Why? I, I don't know like he just took my glasses off and i'm sitting there i'm like really dude like what are you doing and like he was i don't know very childish yeah and so i'm just like give me my phone dude like i don't want to do this i'm trying to go home this and that blah 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 and he wouldn't do it and i'm like dude can you stop like i'm asking you for my stuff nicely and so in the end he ends up like i'm over here crying because i'm just trying to go home and he's like doing all this extra stuff and then his parents get involved and you know i just go to the living room and i'm over there sitting and he's there they ask me they're like what happened i'm like we got into an argument things escalated now i'm just trying to get my phone and my glasses back and he's not giving them to me and so, you know, whatever they get, they told him to give it to me. And, you know, I went home, blah, blah, blah. And like another thing, too, was that he was like very self-centered. And he was the type that if he thought it was stupid and if it didn't make sense to him, he didn't care about how it made me feel, you know? Like, okay, like with him, I feel like regarding your emotions, because 
throughout that time, like towards the end of the relationship, mm-hmm. you knew that you had to like heal about past everything things. else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's when me and you got close. Mm-hmm. And I. Oh yeah, you. That's you were around for this relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in my eyes, in my point of view, he was, you know, it was all about what he felt and what you made him feel. Mm-hmm. But when in regards about what he made you feel, he would agree of like, oh, I'll, I'll change, blah, blah, blah. But he would legit never, never do it. Like, not even try. No. Like, that's that's how, like, in the beginning, like I said, it was all fun and games, literally. But once it came to a deeper connection, that's where we just weren't working out. And it was all about him, and it was all, like, what he wanted to do. Like, I remember that we would always go out with his friends. We would always be with his family. We would always be doing this, this, and that. But the second I would bring up my family or bring up my friends, he would throw a fit. Mm -hmm. Like, he wouldn't want to. He would be saying, like, oh, like, you go. Like, I'm going to stay. Like, I'm going to go out with my friends or, like, because they they invited me to this or, like, whatever. And I would tell my dude, really, like, we're always with your family and your friends. Like, why can't we take one weekend to be with my side of the family and friends and you know that sucks when mm-hmm. like you come from a family oriented fam like when a family oriented oriented family mm-hmm. family oriented yeah mm-hmm. there you go when you're really close to your family you want you know your significant other to yeah. get to know them and, and get to hang out with them another, and for them not to mm-hmm. even try or like you know want to that kind of hurts your feelings yeah and like um, one thing is that my family we're not really that close. So it would be rare when my family would be close mm-hmm. or like all together. And so I would tell him, like, dude, you know my family. We don't get together like this. It's like literally once every, like in a long time. Like, I don't ask you every weekend, let's go. Like, this is once in a blue moon. Why can't you just do this for me? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, after a big old fight, after me nagging and I like begging, he would finally do it. Mm-hmm. And so then, um, like, yeah, it was just, like, he was just very so, like, inconsiderate, and he would make me feel crazy, and, you know, everything was so one-sided. Everything was your fault, because yeah. you were acting crazy, like, because I you were insecure, mm-hmm. that you had the issues, that everything was fine with him, but you were the one doing the mistakes. Yeah, like, everything was my fault in his eyes. In his eyes, he did everything right. He was there for me. He spoiled me. He did this, 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 and that. All right, perfect man in his eyes. Mm -hmm. And so it got to the point where, you know, we, like, I kept trying, and I kept trying, but he just, he wouldn't, like, he wouldn't change. He wouldn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And so... I forgot what happened that it just clicked to me. Oh, he, um, he like started like this new job or like this whatever. And he started putting more time into that. And he, whenever I would ask like for me and him to be like one-on-one or like go on a date or like hang out or whatever, right, I remember. he wouldn't want to. He's like, I have to do this or I have to do that. I'm like, bro, it's always something with you. So, you know, I... I got to my breaking point. I'm like, that's it. I'm like, we're over. And so, you know, we broke up. With both of these relationships, in my first relationship, I learned a lot about myself. And I learned a little bit of what I don't want in a man. And then with this kid, I learned a lot of what I don't want in a man. 
and I learned the difference between love and lust. Mm. You get me? Yes. So like with him. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a very difference, like a huge difference between love and lust, because I was, you know, I was with him for almost a year. But once I look back at it, it was just all the partying and all the exposure and all that extra stuff, you know, that I guess I was in love with. Mm-hmm. And it was at that time. It was since, the wild Julie. Yeah. And at that time, since I was in a dark place, that's what I felt I needed at the time to numb myself from like the real pain that I was mm-hmm. feeling, which was losing my grandma. And so after I broke up with him, that's when, you know, like I spiraled a little bit, but afterwards that's when i feel like i took the time to actually like focus on myself and like venture off and all that stuff and you healed from a lot of yeah you know i learned to cope with like the loss of my grandma and like all this stuff you were able to have like you had the chance to To express how you really felt Mm -hmm. with no judgment and yeah because i had you by that time already Mm -hmm. too so you know like being able to talk to you and like express myself to you without feeling judged like it would before with whatever you know that's what really helped me too and like helped me like and you realize a lot about yourself Mm -hmm. and like maybe you're like yeah i was crazy and i was toxic at one point Mm -hmm. like but i don't want to be that person anymore yeah i want to grow i want to become more mature be responsible I just felt crazy when I was with him. Like, I just felt like I felt crazy. I felt like my feelings and my points of view were invalid, were stupid. Like, I remember, like, I would be asking you or, like, some of my other friends, like, am I crazy for feeling this way? And, like, they would be like, no. Like, even... Like, you had every right to be upset. You had every right to be mad at him. Mm -hmm. But he just, in his eyes, he wouldn't see it. So And for a relationship to work, they have to, you know, hear each other out, communicate, and sacrifice. I saw this one post that said um, that people say communication is key, but really it's comprehension. Mm -hmm. Because it's... it's, mm -hmm. You can communicate all you want. But it's understanding. But if they don't understand you, it's literally in one ear and out the other. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's it. And so that's what it was here. Like, he just didn't understand me. But when it came to his feelings, I was supposed to understand. Right. And so I feel like, you know, women, you know, we're in love or we're, like, blinded by what we think is love and it's just, like, lust and we just ignore like the red flags or like we give chance after chance until we finally reach our breaking point where we're like yeah this is it like we're done and we finally walk away and there's a moment mm-hmm. well at least for me there's a there was a moment where i was like i'm tired mm-hmm. like i'm physically emotionally tired like i've had it like i'm tired of crying i'm tired of trying like what what's the point to this you know mm-hmm. i want to be happy and if I'm not happy with you, then why are we continuing to work this out? Yeah. Like, there's a time where you just have to let go. And you're mm-hmm. going to cry and you're going to be sad for months. You know, you're going to think that you're going to be forever alone, but you're not. Yeah. You know, you're, you're going to have to heal first and you're ha- going to have to go through the process of growing and knowing who you want to be and who you want for yourself and what you want in a guy. Yeah, because, like, after that, I took the time for myself. Like, I 
was focusing on myself you know i would go out with my female friends you know it, it was i had a good time and then now with the current relationship i'm in like it's it's the total opposite it's the complete opposite and it's like do not settle for less do not settle for less you know you want to give a guy another chance a second chance go ahead but i feel like don't settle for less because there's a guy out there who will give you exactly what you want and that's what i have stop you know you make it cheesy <laughs> it's because it's so cute <laughs> but yeah you know and that's what i have right now like me and him like I, we're not perfect you know i'm not saying like oh there's no fights like we fight but it's not to the point where it's like we disrespect each other oh or where we, you know, it's just, it's good. And you guys it's always good. talk about things. Mm-hmm. Like I always tell you when you're like, you're like, oh, I'm at a Lupe. Mm-hmm. Like just relax, yeah. you know, let the anger sink, sink in. Mm-hmm. Go, go, you be in your room, let him be in the living room. And then at the end of the day, talk about things, you know, understand each other. Yeah. So that's you really know. important. I learned a lot from those two toxic relationships. And then with the current relationship, I mean, it's just don't lower your standards. Don't settle for less. That's our advice to you, girls. Mm -hmm. Like, I know it's hard, especially when you're in a relationship that you you feel like this is it for you. Like, this is your the love of your life. You're everything. You're going to want to marry him. Have kids. Have kids. And, you know, those are beautiful great you know goals for yourself and we've all been there and Mm -hmm. but if you're young don't think about that right now that's not the important thing because if you're still young like between 15s and 20s like you still have a lot to grow yeah like you still have a lot to go through and a lot to figure out about yourself you know because life is so beautiful especially when you're single i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) sorry boyfriend (laughs) sorry to my boyfriend too but i had a blast yeah being single is amazing you get to know who you are and you get to fall in love with yourself and all your insecurities and all your self-confidence self-confidence your self-confidence starts building up yes and your insecurities start to lower down Mm -hmm. because you just love what you're doing for yourself with your friends if you're going to school make that a priority and you also gain like that sense of independence yes you know like i'm doing this on my own like i don't need another man to make me feel better another Mm -hmm. man to you know help me go through this or like something like no it's that sense of independence that you get and it boosts your self-confidence right a lot and there's gonna be like as time goes by and if you still feel stuck don't think that you're stupid because you're not because we've 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 been there there, yeah yeah. like it took me years you know years to actually let this person go Mm -hmm. you know and i would tell jalissa i'm like when when is it going to be the day that i I don't think of him or that i don't love him anymore you know like i'm gonna be forever alone and Mm -hmm. seeing my friends being in a relationship like it hurt me and if you're in the same position that all your friends are in a relationship and seeing them happy and be loved and it hurts you I know that feeling, you know? Yeah, and, like, I would tell Evie, like, when she would tell me, I'm like, I know it sucks, but all this is happening, like, as corny or as, like, oh, this is bullshit as you might want to make it seem. But, like, I would tell her, like, your time will come. Like, Mm -hmm. this is all happening for a reason. Like, you're not going to be forever alone. You're an amazing woman. Like, there's somebody out there for you. You know? You just have to wait. 
Yeah. It's all about waiting and patience and growing. Mm-hmm. Growing is so important mm-hmm. because as women, you know, we're very powerful and we're very smart and we're very hardworking. And, you know, just concentrate on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you evolving as a woman, you know, you're going to experience new things. And it's better if you experience them alone, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. I see nobody gets mad at you. Right. <laughs> and then once life is ready for you to have a man, for you to have a boyfriend, for you to have a relationship, it will take time, you know? And don't, like, it's just so funny because I don't know for you if with your first, well, yeah, with your first, you know, with that one and the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Guy A and Guy B. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, it took us so, like, so fast for us to fall in love. Mm-hmm. And I guess with, you know, our current mans, like, it has gone so slowly. Yeah, like, we, I think we took our time with it because we know who we are. Mm-hmm. We know what we want. Mm-hmm. And so it's like... All right, cool. We know these things, so now let me see how this guy is. Right. You get me? Yeah. And I I asked my sister, and I had talked to you about it, too. Like, how is it, you know, in my in my end? Like, how is it that with my ex, like, it was so quick for me to fall in love with this guy. And with this new guy, it's taking me forever, you know, to not fall in love, but to feel, you know, something. Like, that I want to be in a relationship mm-hmm. with him. You know, because it, it, it was a struggle for me, like, because I was scared. Yeah. Because I was scared that I was going to get hurt. And, you know, that's a fear that every girl should have. Mm-hmm. And then my sister told me, she's like, you know why? I'm like, why? She's like, because you're matured. Yeah. Because now you see love in a serious matter. Yeah, exactly. Because back then, you were 15. And you're like, oh, this guy loves me. Like, I'm in it. And, you know? That's when your hormones. Yeah, like, like you're all over the place. Yeah, you're all over the place. But now that you've grown and then your hormone levels are totally different from when you were 15, you now realize that love is not just, you know, a thing to play with. Yeah. Love is serious. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be in a relationship, you have to take it serious. You yeah, can't like, just play with your feelings just because you want to move on from this person. Mm-hmm. No. You want to be in this relationship because you want to because you're happy with this person with this person and you want to try things out with him you know yeah and love it will take time you know so i think for us girls like we really do need to take our time for us to end a really between like ending a relationship and getting into another relationship we really need to you know go through heartbreaks and you know, feel that grieving. Stage. Yeah, that grieving. I didn't want to say grieving because I don't want to say like that they're dying. True, I guess. Well, <laughs> but you know, you know, Allowing be sad. To, yeah, and that's okay to be sad. Don't let you know your friends like, why are you crying? You're stupid for crying. Like he treated you bad. Like obviously they don't know because they weren't in the relationship. You know, mm-hmm. you obviously both felt love for each other, and that love is always gonna be there. You know, I always told myself this. For moving on, I was so like, like, it's okay. Like, I learned. I did mistakes. He did mistakes. I do not hate him. I, you know, I've forgiven him. And that's very important to forgive. 
it's really important you know i always told myself this while you know moving on like at the end of the day you know that he loved you and you know that you tried and you gave your 100 percent. you know but you know just life happens we grow we become different people at the end of the day just be grateful that you got to experience great happy moments because i'm sure there was happy genuine moments in that relationship Mm -hmm. and that taught you something and even the bad taught you something so always be grateful for that and that will help you move on and as slow as it takes it will you will you know be happier on your own because Loving yourself is a better feeling than being loved by someone else. And I feel like if you don't, without loving yourself first, you can't really love somebody else. <laughs> because, I don't know, that's that's just what I found. Like, the difference between my previous relationships and the relationship I'm in right now is that I went in, like, I'm not saying all my insecurities are gone or, like, I have no insecurities or whatever. Like, some of my insecurities are still there, but they're not as overpowering anymore. Like, I know how to deal with them. I know how to, like, shake them off. So, the difference between then and now is that I have a lot of more confidence in myself, a lot of more self-love, and I know who I am as a woman and what I'm capable of. And that's what helped me be in the healthy relationship that i am now and that's why it's been going really well so far that's why we're already living together and like all this stuff because everything takes time girls like everything you know you're gonna be crying for this person for Mm -hmm. a long time and you're gonna feel hopeless and dumb but trust me you're not gonna be crying for this person yeah forever the main things just to keep in mind is like if you're dating somebody new pay attention to those red flags You don't want to be doing the same mistakes and letting him do the mis, you know, whatever bad toxic thing he was doing. It's just pay attention to the red flags. And if you're going to be giving the guy chance after chance, just know when to put your foot down. Mm -hmm. And just tell yourself that there's a guy out there that will give you everything you want. Like, literally everything you want. And you're not going to find him, like, right away. Yeah. Like, a year after, or two years, or months. No, it's going to take time, mm-hmm. you know? You know, dating is an experience. And every guy, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody thinks, like, are you the one? But I'm pretty sure you're going to feel like you're the one. And if you girls, like, have a friend that, are, you know, are in a toxic relationship and you're trying to get them out of it, and, you know, it's very... If you're a good friend, you have to be patient with them. Yeah, it's going to get frustrating. Yeah, because it is going to get frustrating. Mm-hmm. And you're going to feel like, like why, why aren't you listening to me? Like, you're my best friend. Like, you're my friend. Like, listen to me. It takes time, honestly. Yeah. It really does. And there was times where I was, you know, I saw my friends in a toxic relationship. I was like, I'm done. If, you know, you get back with them, you know, we're not going to be friends. So I'm going to stop talking to you. But no, that's not a good friend. You no. know, they're going to appreciate it more once you stay longer and you listen to them. And yeah. hear them out and hear them crying. No matter if it's if they're crying for the same thing over and over and over again. If it's again, every day, yeah. every, like, you know, I got into a fight with this guy again, you know. Be there for them. Yeah, as frustrating as, you know, if you feel like you reached your, like, point or whatever, like, no. 
because they'll like you said they'll be grateful that you mm-hmm. stuck around and once they actually make it out of the relationship they're gonna remember like oh she was there for me yeah and be there for them too in a sense of like tell them you know give them your advice don't judge them or make them feel like stupid Mm-mm. and like let them that's know, very like, smart like when i was you know with my ex like i started realizing that my friends would make me feel stupid you know yeah, and mm-hmm. if you know you listen to my last podcast to our last podcast you re- you know you heard my insecurity mm-hmm. that i was insecure of not being smart or not being good enough in any sense of way you know not for a man just in anything mm-hmm. you know for my parents for me as a woman you know mm-hmm. and that's not fair you know because they you know they're already heartbroken you know they're already going through it you don't want to make them feel stupid you know like that was a pet peeve of mine like for people calling me stupid or calling me dumb or that i was slow like i hate that because mm. it triggers me yeah and, and then i feel like it also makes um women close up mm-hmm. and yes yes you know, it does because then I lose the trust in you. Mm-hmm. And then I can't rely on you. If you're going to yell at me, if you're going to tell me the things, you know, hard. Yeah, yeah, you could tell me hard things and you could tell me straight up. But there's ways to say it but without ways making to say you it. feel stupid. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. And that's, you know, thank, thank Jalissa because she understood that. Because it's it, there's a really a big difference on the tone of how mm-hmm. you say things. If you guys related to this episode, please send us a message, you know, anywhere. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. On Twitter, we are called Beard Talks Pod. On Instagram, you can DM us, follow us at Beard Talks Podcast. Or you can email us at beardtalkspodcast at gmail.com. So you can listen to our podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, and on Anchor. And also, we are on Facebook. Did we say Facebook already? Oh, no. no. And we're also on Facebook. Yeah, it's Beer Talks. Beer Talks, yes. Yeah. And if you know us personally, please, you know, send us a message anywhere. Mm-hmm. If you want to say an experience and talk about it, we'll be there for you. And if you mm-hmm. want us to share it, like, what helped you move on, what helped you go through this toxic relationship how different was your toxic relationship from us yeah because there's a whole bunch of different versions like even between me and evie we had completely different experiences and then also um for our next episode we want to do like a fun little different episode so if you guys have any ideas on what you would like us to do please let us know and yeah that's it for today's episode i hope you guys enjoyed we really enjoyed it honestly i know we were like dang we are yeah we already have we have three (laughs) i had a drink before this i have three beers in so four drinks you have four beers yeah so we're a little bit litty titty Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yeah so thank you guys for listening to episode four hope you guys enjoyed it yeah and stay tuned for the next episode (laughs) please share to us like what type of beer do you want us to try we would love to do that oh yeah (gasps) 
I love that idea because I love trying new beer. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. please send us new beers. We drink the basic. Yeah. <laughs> the Modelo, drink- the Ultra, the Pacificos, the um, Corona, the Victorias. Victorias. I, I only had a Victoria once. No Heineken. No, I like Heineken. Heineken is too watered down, I feel. Really? Yeah. But I think it's sh- it's actually stronger than Modelo. Really? Yeah. No, I think no, no. Uh, from the beers, like the those draft beers, it's, I think, a little stronger. I don't know. But, yeah, please, guys, send us, you know, snaps of beer that we, you want us to try. Or oh. sna- snaps where you're holding a beer and listening to our podcast. We would love to see that. <laughs> That's I'm so sorry about the noise in the background. It's my dog. <laughs> the day we're recording this, it's on her birthday. And we got her a bunch of new toys. So please, guys, wish her happy birthday to Charlotte. Yes, a belated birthday. But anything else you want to say? Oh, well, that's it. Thank you guys so, 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 so much for hearing thank us. You. Yes, if you guys made it this far, thank you for listening. Yes. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Cheers.